the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know what you're trying to say, baby. You're trying to say, oh, yeah, it's business time. Welcome back in. Joining me now, Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist, Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. Rosen? Oh, pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Nothing too crazy or exciting going on. Uh, kind of tail end of the year, and markets are hitting record highs. It's all good, so to speak. Um, how about in the world of economics? Any big data releases today that you're focusing in on? Uh, no, it's been a pretty slow couple weeks. I mean, we're seeing data that's showing growth, but nothing spectacular. I think the, the big information we want to know is, is how the labor market's doing. Because, you know, Janet Yellen has been very um, clear that uh, she is unsure of how labor market uh, conditions actually are. <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's she's made it abundantly known that uh, the unemployment rate is not the indicator to use, but she doesn't know what indicator to use. So we're just spending time evaluating all the different type of concepts that we could look at to uh, understand the labor market, and we'll find a little bit more on that on Friday when the employment report comes out. Today, the auto manufacturing numbers, do they give you any insight into the health of the economy, the health of the consumer, or are they just too spotty? Hell, those numbers have been strange. You know, one of the, the pieces of information that we use for understanding uh, the employment sector is the initial claims report, and it's taken a little bit heightened importance lately because you know, we're all on top of uh, you know, when is the FOMC going to raise rates, and right now, the initial claims report is showing a, uh, an employment condition that's near full employment, which would mean that we'd expect to see rates increase relatively soon. However, I think those numbers are biased because we've had really strong auto production. And normally during this time of year, we curtail auto production as uh, you know, manufacturers retool their, their plants for new model years. And because sales growth has been so strong, you know, the manufacturers haven't stopped production like they normally did. And I think that might be influencing the claims numbers a bit and, and biasing it downward. So, you know, the production is good for the economy, but it's making it unclear on where we are for, uh, for labor market ideas. With that out there, um, I saw a report yesterday out of Morgan Stanley that was kind of interesting. They talked about how the low interest rates recently have basically caused corporate America to finance and consumers to refinance their homes and to you know take out a mortgage at low rates. Is that the type of information that you, you 
collect, like, we're in a pretty good shape. It's been tough to get a mortgage. Mortgage failures probably won't be as tough in the next 10, 15 years because mortgage rates were so low. Do you look into the future? This was a Morgan Stanley report that's talking about the year 2020. Uh, how far out do you extrapolate and do you use data like this has been a good time to refinance and that should help the economy in the future? Yeah, if, if you expect uh, income growth and you expect moderate inflation growth, and as long as those two uh, um, components move ahead, the low interest rates today should make it so that people have more disposable income or income outside of staple purchases that they need to survive, such as housing, should allow for stronger growth. And, and I would argue that you'll probably see another refi movement over the next couple months as the Fed debates on, uh, on when rates to increase and people try to get in before uh, we start seeing rates start to rise. So, you know, one last oomph, I guess you could say, before uh, the Fed tries to normalize monetary policy. And if that's true, then we should see stronger growth. But, you know, like that... Uh, the report you're talking about, it's not going to help today. You still have to have income growth today over the next few years to outweigh the changes in your um, in your home loan so that you would have higher disposable income. So it's not a, a big thing today, like they said, but it, it definitely could potentially help in the future. You recently penned a piece for briefing.com. I'm speaking with Dr. Jeff Rosen, chief economist. You called it We Give Up. Um, what was that article all about, and why are we giving up? Well, it's kind of what I was saying before, is that the, you know, with, with the way AFOMC is set up right now, we know that you know, barring some type of geopolitical catastrophe, the FOMC is going to end QE in October. So okay. once that ends, what are we going to go from there? We're looking at raising rates. So when is that going to happen? And you know, the FOMC has not been able to give a clear guideline on how the labor market is actually doing because they don't know. You know if you listened or, or read uh, Chair Yellen's speech that she gave at Jackson Hole a couple weeks ago, I mean, it was clear that there were a lot of indicators that were giving conflicting information and nothing specific. And, you know, if you're looking at, at – uh, you know, leading indicators of the labor market, you know, really the only one you should be looking at is initial claims. And the initial claims level is at a point where, what I mentioned before, that would normally suggest we're at or very close to full employment. And I would have a tough time arguing uh, that that is actually true. I mean, the amount of slack in the labor market, in my opinion, is still pretty large. So, you know, why is the initial claims so low? Why is it not uh, giving a better read? Uh, and I've suggested biases, you know, from the auto sector, for example, but we haven't seen the shifts. So, you know, there could be more hidden biases or those numbers could be correct. And in that case, we could expect to see, uh, you know, the FOMC moving ahead to raise rates much sooner than I anticipate. And, and that's what I mean when I give up. I, I don't know how to read the, the claims debt. I, I don't see the tea leaves giving me any indication of what's going on. And if someone comes out and says, here's the initial claims level, I understand it, it's telling me this, you know, I'd, I'd call them out and say that's, that's probably BS because, you know, the way that number is, has been trending lately doesn't make sense given what labor market conditions seem to be telling us. 
Anything else that you're working on that you want to bring insight into the segment? I think that um, another piece I wrote last week or maybe a little bit before that was on um, reading inflation graphs and inflation data. And uh, a colleague of mine who uh, tends to like uh, libertarian principles and tends to move towards uh, we should go back to the gold standard likes to point out um, you know, that, that price growth over the last you know, 60, 70 years has been much higher than it did before the U.S. was off the gold standard. And these are graphs that you often see on social media, you often see you know, on some publications. And just to take heed that you know, what inflation is supposed to be, inflation is not uh, the price level. The, the inflation growth is the change in price level. And what we were seeing during uh, the gold standard was you have massive shocks up and down every year. And so businesses that would want to take into account uh, changing in prices or potential changes in prices would have to expect that you know good prices could could change positive and minus 20% any in any of it in a year, and that would be normal. Whereas since the uh, the Fed has basically whipped inflation in, in the early 80s. We've only experienced, you know, uh, you know, a plus-minus three percent change. So, you know, if I'm a business, I'd much prefer to have uh, stable monetary environments, even if prices are going up, than uh, a hodgepodge of up and down and not knowing what, what what's going on. And uh, people need to take a look at that. And you know, instead of looking at, you know, just one aspect of everything, try to think about how you would actually prepare if if that is the data. Does the, does the data make sense? And, and, and the type of information that you generally get on social media is that it doesn't. Thanks very much. That's Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com. Always insightful, always useful information. I really like the one-two punch that we do with Briefing of bringing a market analyst one day and an economist another. There is a – this is not the nicest thing to say um, – but uh, there's a famous American who once said, I'd like to meet a one-handed economist, because a lot of times they'll say, on this hand, but on the other hand, um, it's tough sometimes to get that definitive. Uh, economics is not a science. It's, it's, it's dismal. It's, it's tough to like definitively say something's going to happen, and this means that. You could try to you know, bunch it together as much as you can. With that said, um, you know, I think Dr. Jeff Rosen does a really good job of keeping things in perspective for us. You can get your calls on the show, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, again, I think the number one thing here is, is just don't be shy. Um, I've got an email account that you can use, um, Rob at robblackshow.com if you have questions. Um, I will gladly go into those with you um, on the air, preferably. Um, emails are kind of tricky as far as um, you don't get a lot of perspective on a person. You can't ask follow-up questions in real time. So I always like the live calls a little bit more. But the website or the email is rob at, uh, rob at robblackshow.com. And uh, I welcome interaction. So 
800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Got a big event coming up next Thursday. Not this Thursday, but next Thursday is 9-11. Someone actually asked me, you're doing it on 9-11? I'm like, yeah, that kind of happened uh, 10 plus years ago. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel too terribly bad about that. You can find out more about the event in San Jose. It's tied towards Bay Area wealth and the people who live here. You. you can sign up at robblack.com. Put you down with your hands facing up. What did I do so wrong? You lied and led me on. Was I your hit and run? Left for dead. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.